Welcome to E20, your unofficial EastEnders podcast. Well, did you see EastEnders? Stack's reveal? Shirley's confession? It was all kicking off with the classic episodes, wasn't it, Connor? Yes, it was, Emma. But let's be real, the Shirley confession wasn't a surprise to anyone who's been watching it. (laughs) 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 The true winner of the shock value is definitely the Stacks reveal, and I've got tons to say about it. So grab a drink, come join us here at E20 for our coffee catch-up. But first... Here's the jingle. Dun, 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 dun. You ain't my mother. Yes, I am. Get out of my pub. You need a slapping den. You bitch. You cow. Look at your coat. Hello, princess. Frank. Stace. Please in the fridge. Sausage surprise. Hope you enjoyed the fireworks. Good night. So, have we got our drinks ready? I've got a new mug. Look at this. I've oh. got my Starbucks mug. <laughs> Mine's a nice new one from York. It's uh, it's Ooh. pink. It's very nice. It is. It's very nice. It's like a little pastel pink. I love it. You know what I feel like? I feel like Demi Lovato. I'm like, I like mugs. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favourite dish, Demi? Mugs? <laughs> I like mugs. <laughs> I love it. Still classic. Such a classic meme. So before we get into our coffee catch-up, really, I think we need to give some context. Because, um, well, EastEnders didn't, so it just dropped you <laughs> in at the aftermath. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because why not do a whole hour of it like they did the other week when we can just take half an episode? Exactly, Emma. Makes much more sense, doesn't it? <laughs> yes. So, Christmas Day. Picture it. Warford. Sometime in the early 2000s. I can't remember the exact date. <laughs> I think it was 2007. 2000. Thank you, Emma. Thank you. <laughs> you know how I know that? Well, do you know who the winner of X Factor was? <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's got her X Factor calendar out again, guys. Watch yourself for a watch all the Big Brother seasons. <laughs> <laughs> it's an Anthony pass to Nikki Graham. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just gone Shabazz. <laughs> oh, so yes, Warfare 2007. Thank you, Emma. Um, <laughs> Christmas time. Everyone's gathered around the Christmas tree. Father Christmas is getting merry alongside his wife. And then the DVD comes out. Wonderful, thoughtful present from his sister, Lauren. Oh, Bradley, you got to put it on. Yeah, you would be. You would be. You would be. How lovely you... she's made you a little wedding gift of your oh. lovely day, and you think, oh, I'm going to see all the little bits behind the scenes. It's going to be such a laugh to see what we were all doing, get to see the day again. Yeah. But this is Walford. I don't know why they celebrate Christmas because... No, they should just stay away from that all day. They get really excited that it's coming up when it's just doom every year. Doom and gloom every single year, apart from 2016. I was going to say, yeah, well done. That one was the nice episode. That one was the one where they had Derek come over and they all had a bit of a sing song and a jig. That was a Christmas where nothing happened apart from a power cut and Derek singing and Doc getting a washing machine. And the true meaning of Christmas, Dot will be able to wash our dishes. Yay! Wa- oh no! <laughs> wash our dishes! Stick all our dishes in the washing machine! <laughs> That's me placing that on because you know what I was thinking this week? I was like, we need a dishwasher. We need a dishwasher. That's me putting that into the story. <laughs> That's the way I celebrated it. Like, yay! She's going to break our dishes! Woo! She's going to destroy all our dishes! <laughs> Imagine this is one of them weird people who like microwaves their clothes. You know, have you seen them where they don't use dryers or something? They just put it in the microwave. People, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love these moments when I introduce them to something really strange. <laughs> um, so yes, speaking of Dot, she's not a fan of this DVD present. She's not a fan of this DVD present at all. She's not going to miss the Queen's speech for no one. 50 years she's watched Her Majesty. <laughs> I mean, I can't, I can't fault her. She's a, a, a very loyal subject. 
doesn't Dot give you the vibes that she's waiting for the Queen's speech and then she's just going to rest her eyes, but she's going to be watching it anyway? Yeah, she'll be doing the same thing that all grandparents do, which mm-hmm. is puts it on for you and then they fall asleep. <laughs> You've got Max dressed as Santa, Abby dressed like a Victorian child. Why was she dressed like that? It was almost like Wednesday Adams had took over her soul or something. <laughs> She's just like in mourning. What next? Just gonna get like a veil. <laughs> Bright eyes. <laughs> burning like fire. <laughs> but when the DVD goes on, we soon realise it's not actually about Stacey and Bradley at all. Nope, it's all about Max and Tanya. Because they seem to be on the flipping DVD more than anyone. <laughs> It's like them in the morning. Max putting his socks on. Tanya having her makeup put on. Max like drinking. Tanya having a conversation with Stacey. Max having a conversation with Stacey. And then that's where it leads her quite nicely into a little reveal. I did love Max and Tanya's big day. It was lovely. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, it was. I mean, I love Tanya's moments in this film, this premiere film. Personally, I think her, her greatest line is, and she delivered it with such passion. And it's not just the sex that makes the honeymoon. <laughs> I mean, like, I love that that is captured on, like, the wedding. Uh, you know, I just love it. Lauren's editing it together. They're all yeah. sat around. Ha, ha, ha. I'm like, oh, Abby, Lauren, put yeah. hands over your ears, girls. Dot's over there. And you Dot? Don't things like that in front of your cran. She doesn't even know you have sex. I know. That's terrible. Think of the elderly and the young. <laughs> Squall them for life. <laughs> and then, of course, Max comes in to help Stacy, doesn't he, on the video? Well, it looked like helping to me, yes. Yes. Yeah. He, you yeah. know what? She was about to collapse. Mm-hmm. And he thought, what's wrong with a little mouth to mouth just to help I get that? Air back exactly, in her lungs. Exactly, Emma. That's what he was doing. Mm. He was actually resuscitating her. Yeah. I mean, Tanya said it herself, oh, look, she can't get it undone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's what that was. Yeah, it was, Tanya. Yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. And then, of course, he says those words, Disney Max, I still love you. Mouse agape. The <laughs> 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 whole room falls into <laughs> silence. And so that brings us right to the episode that we're about to chat about. Do you think everyone else was expecting, like, I know we were, so Hmm. was everyone else expecting the first episode rather than the second aftermath episode? Because, I mean, they're both good. I would have liked a whole hour's worth because I think that would make more sense because they've done it with Who Killed Lucy, so I don't see why they couldn't do it again. And I just, yeah, I thought it was going to be the big bit, you know, the bit where they they all go... (gasps) And yeah, because that is massive. That scene where they're all like, <gasps> and like you know, Max is like, and Bradley's <laughs> just staring with such rage, such rage that we've never seen in that little ginger soul of his. Oh, we've never seen it in that body of his. We'll never that... see it again. No, I don't, don't Emma. It's still too raw. <laughs> the first ginger I ever loved, long before Jay, long before hashtag Jonna. I'll be all right, Emma. I'll be all right. Yeah, I do agree. I feel like it should have been like a two, a two part. It's a two part. I like story, so it should have been like fused together for this. Yeah, because the aftermath kind of is good, but it's it's nothing next to the the actual boom reveal. Like that is the episode, but that's just my personal preference. <laughs> Let us know if you agree. I have to say this episode is still, like this whole Stax reveal, is still iconic. Watching it back, it was still gripping, even though you knew what happened. Oh, yeah. I mean, I just love Max's, like, immediate reply. Did you like it, Emma? It's just a joke. Laughing nervously. Just a joke, everyone. Just a joke. Yeah, yeah, those kinds of jokes where you you cheat on your wife. Yeah. (laughs) Really funny. With your son's wife, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you know like, what? 
the, the fact he's saying it's a joke, the bit that's incredibly suspicious is a bit where he's like, okay, let's turn it off now. Let's turn it off now. Let's turn. Oh, if it's a joke, Max, why would you want it's us just to a joke turn, turn it off? off? It's rubbish. It's rubbish, this yeah. channel. That's not funny. Get it off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Stacey was going to show him on the honeymoon. I hope not. <laughs> but Tanya's not buying any of it, is she? I mean, oh, she no. said it herself, we just watched you snogging her. I mean, what would you do if you were in that situation? <laughs> I feel sorry for Tanya. What the hell would you do? And you've got guests around. <laughs> I know, it's even worse, isn't it's, it? Because it's not like, one of those things, is it, where you're like, okay, we'll just wait till the guests leave and then I'm going to say my piece. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's like they're going to wonder why I'm just sat here. I don't know how to react. My heart's just been broken and stamped on. Uh, into millions of pieces he's cheated on me i've got yeah. everyone in the house oh we're all involved in this who's merry your sandwiches merry <laughs> christmas <laughs> sleigh bells well, ring <laughs> are they listening <laughs> i mean i do just love it because then i've got a it create a whole other theory in my head the reason why tanya doesn't just get up and like run straight from the room it's because she actually liked what she saw <laughs> wow, chicka, wow, wow. she was like i want to watch the rest i want to watch the rest she's desperate to see how this movie ends <laughs> <laughs> you know what she was just upset that she wasn't invited that's true she was fuming that her part in that scene yeah. was, was swapped with stacy that's what it was she was I mean, come gutted on. She was gutted. It was her movie. Now suddenly, now suddenly they've recast her. I know. How ridiculous. How ridiculous. I mean, I did love it because Max is also trying to get like Stacey, wasn't he, to like <laughs> confirm, <laughs> confirm the, the joke. It's just a joke, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. No. Stacey's not going to confirm that. Um, and she makes it even worse because she then apologises to Bradley. So there's no way the joke story's going to land. Max is, is in hot water now. It's the way Abby's hoping that it is. And he's like, yeah, yeah, don't worry. She just took the joke wrong. I was just joking. Go upstairs. <laughs> like, oh, come on, Max. <laughs> I mean, like, this has got to be one of the most scarring Christmases for any child. No wonder Abby turned a bit weird later on in life. I know, to be fair, it makes perfect sense. It does, doesn't it? And then we get that moment, don't we, Matt? We all get those moments at Christmas. Your family's had a few too many. <laughs> Someone falls into that Christmas tree or is thrown really hard by Bradley. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, often, yeah, Bradley comes around and he comes around everyone's houses. He's a bit like Santa, but at the end of the mm-hmm. night, he throws someone into a Christmas tree. It happens every year. Yeah, it is. He knows if you've been cheating. <laughs> <laughs> he knows if you've played away. Bradley is like that, isn't he? He's like Krampus or something, you know, the evil version of Santa. He comes down the Christmas tree, shoves comes down the Christmas tree, comes down the chimney, pushes just, into the Christmas tree. He's on top like the angel or the star. <laughs> we all put our Bradleys on top of the tree. It's a big British tradition here, ever since he fell from the, the top Aww. of them buildings. <laughs> I'm not over it. Still really, still really tough. I need another drink. I'm genuinely considering now this year putting a little picture of Bradley on the tree. <laughs> I feel like we need to. That'd be so funny. Like an A20 Christmas tree. Oh, wow. Imagine. We so should. Let's make one. What makes me send us baubles? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that'd be now, really good. Have Bradley on I mean, let's top. hope that, you know, that bitch Corona is gone by then. <laughs> oh, yeah. We might not have Christmases yet. Yeah. <laughs> Christmas might be cancelled because everyone's coughing. Won't, like, um, won't Christmas just feel a bit like lockdown part two, but with presents? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got presents this time round. <laughs> well, this year for lockdown, I got... <laughs> All I've got were these lemon socks, honestly. <laughs> and these plastic aliens who people say you can put their backs together and have a baby. <laughs> 
<laughs> I still can't believe what I said about that. <laughs> I love that bit where you were like, do you think that was a scam? <laughs> yes, Emma. Of course it was. <laughs> Biologically speaking, I don't know that polymer and plastics can make a child. <laughs> Imagine if you got like, say, I don't know what the kids do these days, like rollerblades <laughs> or scooter. You can't play with that in lockdown. Imagine you would actually be gutted. You would want the slippers. You would want the socks because at least you can use them during lockdown part two. That is true. That is true. And a lantern. Oh, a lantern. Just in case blackout stock, because God knows what's going to happen in 2021. I mean, we just, <laughs> we just don't know now, guys. <laughs> <laughs> EastEnders was cancelled, Corona hit. Like, what next? Things we never <laughs> thought would happen happened. What next? What next? <laughs> oh. Well, I can tell you what was next for everyone else in EastEnders in this episode because it was quite quite fabulous. Jean's completely in denial. Um, she, she thinks it's all just a game. I love that. She believes Max, to be fair. She does believe him. Oh, well, yes. it's a joke. <laughs> oh. At least he convinced, him, he convinced someone. Yeah. Then Tanya flees as if Max is like a monster. I was giving us flashbacks. To like, Grandzilla. Oh, the Grandzilla hysteria. <laughs> like, it was giving us flashbacks. Because she's like, keep him away from me. <laughs> and like, runs. <laughs> 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 it's not got a knife, Tanya. It's not a horror film. Yeah, it's been so bad, but like, Jesus, you've just fled for the hills. Here's Max. <laughs> it's like a werewolf. <laughs> um, I mean, I have to love it as well because obviously Dot had complained about not being able to see the Queen's speech or, and them have making her watch this wedding video. And then what happens in the struggle? The Queen comes up and starts, starts her speech and Moe's like, there you go, Dot. I love that. <laughs> Moe's like, well, we've had the bit of drama now. Let's, yeah, crack on. There you go, Dot. You can just enjoy yes. that now, yeah. yeah. They were like the trailers. That was the trailer. Now the movie's starting. Yeah, the real movie's starting. Her Majesty's going to come out. Max is going to confess that he's been having an affair with her. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Helps help it <zip> up. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a joke, Connor. It's just a yeah, joke. It's just a joke. <laughs> How many films is he in? Just <laughs> like not again. <laughs> Keep him away from me. Keep him away. The age of society. <laughs> what next, Francilla? <laughs> Did you know? Oh. He's always. He's always. He's always loved her. Always loved her. Can't even stand to see Jack kissing Stacey. Why was Jack kissing Stacey? That <laughs> <laughs> had that question. <laughs> that made it sound like he was full on necking her. It was like, couldn't even stand to watch him kissing you. My own brother. <laughs> I was like, mm. it's like Stacey, come on, are you keeping it all in the family? Yeah. How many more Brandon men are you going to have? <laughs> it's like Jack with the Mitchell women. Yeah, it is. He loves Ru- the Mitchell oh. What about Ruby with anyone that Stacey's related to, been out with, True. married to, you know? Yeah, anyone connected to Stacey's family tree, either through blood or marriage, Ruby will have. <laughs> Look out, Mo. <laughs> <laughs> Look out, Jean. <laughs> They're all on our list. She doesn't mind. Imagine if the Queen's speech had a little picture of Max and her behind her. <laughs> <laughs> Creeping up. Zipping up. <laughs> it's just a joke, Tanya. It's just a joke. <laughs> I genuinely now ship the Queen and Math. <laughs> like I, I genuinely do. What would that be called? Like Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh, what about relax? Like relax. It sounds like a laxative. <laughs> a lax. <laughs> Helps you go to the toilet. <laughs> Do you need zipped up after you've been? <laughs> cool. <laughs> lax. <laughs> Part of our team, Max, 
we'll come and help zip you up. But remember, it's just a joke. (laughs) (laughs) Disclaimer, it's just a joke, Tanya. I love that. That that bit just had me freezing. It's just a joke. (laughs) Just a joke. (laughs) I felt so sorry for Abby because then she goes, She's on the stairs, isn't she? Her next scene just got me. Did it get you? She comes to Max and she goes, Do you love Stacy now? Oh. oh, Abby. She's precious, isn't she, at that point? Like, oh, you just want to protect her. I really liked Abby back then. Yeah, it's Again. before she slept with Stephen and wore that creepy weeping angel mask. Yeah, then she turned weird, but as we said before, we can see why now. Yeah, uh, this reason. <laughs> She's had provocation. <laughs> Now, just like Bradley, she's gone. And also, Oscar slept through all of the commotion. He is one good baby, I have to be honest. As someone who helped raise a younger sibling, um, yeah, babies don't really sleep very well. The night feeds are are a nightmare. (laughs) But apparently Oscar's a gold star child. He was just chilling. You never hear of Oscar now. No. Oscar has been completely written out, just like Tanya's other husband, who, or boyfriend, or whatever the heck he was to her. I forget who he was, not oh, really. I know who you mean. What was he the saying? The guy she was with when she then cheated on Max. Yeah. Cheated on him with Max. And he, Max was, was um, he was from Dancing on Ice. Yes. He was one of the contestants. Yes, him. Yeah, you never hear about them people anymore. They've disappeared. Max had that strange wife as well. I know who you're on about. Yes. What was it? She was, oh. um, thing he's, he, she was Carl's girlfriend or something at one I, point. Or I want to call her Kirsty, but I don't know if that's the actress's that, that, name. Kirstie. Is that, yeah, Kirsty. That was all I, weird. <laughs> that was a very strange Christmas as well, where she came over and revealed that she had, uh, <laughs> she was married to Max. And like, you know, like, <laughs> Technically, he was cheating on her with Tanya. Like, why is Tanya's Christmas is always involved, like, infidelity? Well, that's the thing. I was thinking how many of these, when I'm, I'm looking back at these iconic episodes and I'm looking at who's involved in them, and I'm like, and heck, a lot of you are involved in a lot of these awful Christmases. Like, why do you get excited that Christmas is coming around? Do you not get scared? Do you not think, oh, nope, I better just stay in bed this year? Or maybe just take a flight to like Honolulu for this Christmas, like <laughs> just so that you're far away from the square and when you have people you could hurt. <laughs> I mean, it just was everything. More again, delivering the classic lines this entire episode for me. Did you get your jollies, did ya? I love that. <laughs> like <laughs> Stacey's destroyed, family Christmas is ruined. Like Max is like trying to rebuild his relationship with Tanya. And then that's what Mo comes out with. I love it. Ever the peacemaker, Mo. Ever the peacemaker. Tanya gives Stacey a big slap. And did you see the slap mark on the side of her face? Oh, it was a good slap, that. They didn't, like, do that air slap where it's, like, yeah. all in the camera angles and how you do it. They went for the exactly. real slap because that... I'm sorry, she had a massive handprint on her face and there's no way makeup put that on. It gave us flashbacks to the hope you enjoyed the fireworks reveal because that's when Peggy actually slaps Pat mm. and the earring comes off you actually see it she's just yeah. physically hit her can't wait that one's the next episode gonna be so good gonna be so good it's not like funny it's gonna be our last classic roundup and that's our goodbye it's like a sign oh it's a sign oh it's like oh. they know us so well they know oh. us so well Oh, I love that that the music video for that. Have you ever seen it? <laughs> <laughs> I love the um, Susan Boyle and Peter K one. Oh, that was everything as well. <laughs> when when I her hair gets bigger, <laughs> that was brilliant. I love that. Her hair gets bigger in every scene. <laughs> back on track. <laughs> yeah, back on track. Um, thanks for the lunch. It was lovely. I think that's a that's one thing you've got to always do, even if you've destroyed someone's Christmas. <laughs> Shall we thank the host, really? You should. Before you then leave in a hurry. I mean, they created a lot of entertainment. Yeah, I mean, entertainment. They've had the Queen's Speech. They've had their lunch. They've they've had a little bit of a movie night. Like, I think they've had a really good Christmas to me. They've had a very eventful one. They won't forget it. Exactly. They've had a good day out. Jack goes to save Bradley, doesn't he? From doing something stupid. Was it just me or 
did you get red water feelings from the scene with Jack and Bradley? <laughs> Where he was like, he was like, holding him. Yeah. <laughs> holding him. And he was like, I'm going to get you a stiff drink. Bound chicka wah What next? You're going to go and go live in Kushtara. <laughs> Oh, cousin loving was so last year. <laughs> I love that. Um, then Tanya goes off and blames Lauren. That it, oh, yeah, that, that was nice. She's, wasn't it? she's like, "You're a horrible brat. You've punished me, and it's all yeah. your fault." And Lauren's crying, saying, "Is it my fault?" And Tanya's like, "No." And I'm like, <laughs> "You've literally just said it's your fault. You're punishing me. You're a selfish, horrible brat." <laughs> it gave me like. Michaela vibes, you know, um, Luke, oh, yeah, mom was like giving us flashbacks to her, but she's like, I'm sorry, Whitney, you know, I understand, but you killed my son. <laughs> she loves Whitney, she hates Whitney. Yeah, it's the exact same thing with Tanya, loves Lauren, but hates her, loves and hates her at the same time. I love it because then poor Abby has to come in and cuddle Lauren whilst like Tanya goes back downstairs to have it all out with everyone. Um, well, everyone who's left. Stacey obviously gets a good slapping as she, she she does deserve a slapping in this one. I did enjoy that when Stacey went off to find Bradley because she wanted to go and see him, make sure he was okay. She went to her house. Yeah, she didn't, she didn't she went... actually go find Bradley. No, then she went to Dot's and asked mm-hmm. if Bradley was there. And not once, not once. <laughs> Did you think the flat, um, <laughs> which he was most likely at, which is the last place, obviously, she ends up going and she does find him. But I was like, surely you would try there first. I mean, like on Christmas, uh, if you've just been told that your spouse has been cheating on you, I think probably the first place you probably go would be for a drink uh, to drown your sorrows. She didn't even try there. Nah, nah. She went to the sea, hasn't had a cup of tea. <laughs> It's just terrible, isn't it? It's just terrible. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do, Nan. don't know what I'm going to do. <sighs> I mean, can anyone blame, like, Tanya for the next next moment when she basically just throws Max out? I mean, fair. I mean, it is it is fair. Come on, like, let's be real. He should be just... He should just left by his own accord. Like, it's awkward enough, Max. <laughs> just get out the house. Like, just leave. Why would he stay around here? It's even worse. <laughs> so, Sean comforts her. Well, Sean was comforting everyone. He was taking the side of Stacey, then he was taking the side of Tanya. He didn't really know what side he was on. And, no. But Tanya decides to give him a kiss. I mean, he was looking beautiful. So, I mean, you can't really blame her. It's like when she's lying there with her hands running through his chest hair. <gasps> oh. Oh my God, St. Primal started, St. Primal took over me. I started f- to feel a, a tingle that I didn't expect. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, if Sean doesn't do it for you, there's something wrong. <laughs> Just saying. I have to say, though, the pairing of Sean and Tanya is one of my least favourite parents of all oh, time. We had. We had. We had pairing. Certainly not. Certainly not. I didn't mind it with um, Jack up no. until Jack got with Ronnie. Because yeah. once he was with Ronnie, I was like, oh, no, they're made for each other. Yeah, yeah. I totally agree with that. I mean, what's even better is, tell you it is what she wanted. She watches that DVD again, doesn't she? <laughs> she really loves this film. <laughs> she wants to get to the good bits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you know when you were a kid and you used to rewind, like, your video? Uh, I mean, this is going back some time, guys, so get oh. your lens out. Um, your VHSs, you'd yeah. have all your VHSs. You used to rewind for all your favourite like moments in a Disney film or something. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember if you got it from Blockbuster and the whole point is if you went to Blockbusters, you got your video mm. and you would then when you return it, you must put it back to the beginning for the next person. The amount of people that didn't do that and you have to rewind it, the whole film on this video to watch from the beginning. It's like, well, great. Great, great. There's still a blockbusters around, you know. Is there? I don't know how it's doing after coronavirus. Yeah, well, not around here. I would have oh. to go all the way to America to meet it. Really? Um, it's in America? Some random little store, like blockbuster store, just refused to shut. Wow. So they've just, they've just stayed open. Um, Ari felt for Tan because then she was like, 
what do I do? Oh God, what do I do? And I was just like, the answer's simple. You sleep with Sean, bury Max, um, <laughs> and then, you know, maybe dig him up like a day later or whatever after you feel a bit guilty. That's all. That's just do that. storyline was bizarre. I love it. I love that that was Sean like Good Friday or something. <laughs> Everyone's eating that fish and there's Max. <laughs> Max get buried. <laughs> and on the third day, God buried Max for his infidelity. <laughs> <laughs> so then sean leaves because he rejects tanya's advances when we all know he wouldn't mind getting a bit of that tan but that's for later it's a later date they'll make a sequel of the video yes yeah they are and instead it's going to be stacy's brother getting married and tanya's going to be spinning him up It's a joke, Max. It's a joke. It's a joke. <laughs> I did love because she obviously goes off because the baby starts crying. It's the first time Oscar's woken up in all this commotion, so it's an absolute wonder. Uh, that, that child is an absolute godsend to them, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> then we cut back to the Slaters. Stacey's still busy looking for Bradley. She's having that coffee, isn't she, Emma? She's just going to look in the fridge there. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Maybe the table. Oh, I might sit yeah. down while... Yeah, no, no, not there. Okay, I'll, I'll try later. Make herself a stuffing sandwich or something. <laughs> just watch the weights. Um, I mean, I just loved it because Jean's words. Oh, she's so lovely, Jean. I forgot she? Jean smoked. He got an one. I died there. I just loved Jean when she was like, you can't lose lovely Bradley. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and then we did. And then we got lovely Martin, but look at what happened. I don't know. I've got rid of him. Now we've got awful dark Martin. Why? Why do they keep doing this? All the good I'm men. I'm telling you, about the continue down this road, we'll have to start a whole other podcast where we just review really bad TV. And we've already we... got plans of which TV shows they would be. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Perhaps like yes and yes. <laughs> 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 number one on the list yeah that's definitely number one <laughs> <laughs> you have uh, Max and Bradley fighting in the pub oh then they go and fight in the the flat yeah a lot, a lot of fighting a lot of fighting going on and Stacey still hasn't found Bradley she's still finishing that bourbon <laughs> and a, a cup of tea isn't she <laughs> 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 So he leaves these keys at the pub. Stacey gets them because she finally heads to the pub. Then she heads to the flat. Max has gone by this point and she sees Bradley. Meanwhile, Max and Tanya arguing and Tanya falls down the stairs. I mean, as if this flipping Christmas episode wasn't more, like the most explosive episode you've ever seen. You've got like Max's infidelity, Max getting thrown in a tree. Like, flipping, Bradley's gone to drink himself to death. Like, vomiting. Jack's, like, you know, having his little bound trick and whack whack affair. Only <laughs> <laughs> joking, he didn't. Um, <laughs> Tanya's tried it on with Sean. <laughs> then, like, just gets thrown down, the st- tries to kill herself, and then actually gets thrown down the stairs. Merry Christmas! Previously on EastEnders. He's your brother! <laughs> Again, we uh, we got the second half of the Christmas episode, not the first one, so we're going to give it some context. Yes. So Linda admitted to Mick that Dean had raped her and they're all having Christmas dinner. You've got the classics. You've got Aunt Babe. You've got Sylvie. You've got Stan. <laughs> <laughs> If you saw new time listeners, go back and listen to the very early episodes for all of our Aunt Babe and Stan references because me and Emma are obsessed with these characters. We we think of them like the Holy Trinity of EastEnders. <laughs> Sylvie, Aunt Babe, Stan. They are the most over-the-top pantomime characters in the world and we love them. <laughs> Don't forget Claudette. She was... Oh, Claudette! She's something else. <laughs> she was... Oh, 
top of pantomime. She was. You remind me of them girls at the Roxy. <laughs> oh, I loved her. And then we've got a big reveal. A massive reveal at the end of the episode. A reveal that we all already knew about. <laughs> it was not really a shock to anyone. The only people this was a shock to were the characters. And that was about it. Um, so it did leave us on a cliffhanger, but not really a cliffhanger. And that is where he's your brother, Mick, comes into it because Mick and Dean had a big fight. And they're, well, Mick's definitely winning this fight. He's pushed him at the table, he's given him a black eye, a bloody lip. Oh yeah, sorts. my money's on Mick every time. <laughs> if, if this was a this was a betting game, I would be winning. <laughs> Mick would definitely annihilate Dean, wouldn't he? <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> and that's where we left off. So, surprise, surprise, Shirley is Mick's mom. Yes, if not, if we saw that coming, since she already confirmed it many, 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 many months later before <laughs> this, like, come on, <laughs> she literally was like, "I've got to go, got to go see my boy." Walks through the Vic doors to Mick. <laughs> Great, so that's been spoiled then. I mean, who thought that was a good idea? Is this the same person who wrote Redwater? <laughs> yes. Is this the same person who wrote Redwater? Because it is the exact same premise where the mystery, the actual mystery is cut straight out. Cut straight out. We all already know. Isn't yeah. the whole point of these reveals meant to be to reveal to us, not just to, not not only, just to the characters? Not only does the murder happen in the first episode of Redwater, the murderer is made very clear and then shown and then literally, was it the second episode, you find out yeah. that he's Kat's son. So that's in two episodes. There's now oh, no mystery. There's literally no mystery now. Well, in that episode as well, you find out that Dermot let his mum die as well. Oh, yeah, so, true. Like, there's literally no mysteries. <laughs> the only Can't people... even talk what happened to Iris. Oh, yeah, the only people with mystery are the characters. We're like, well, we know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's the exact same thing in this episode. This is the only problem I have with this as an episode, Emma. Mm. You're going to do... Uh, you ain't my mother! second time round you should probably stick to the original the formula yeah because it worked <laughs> none of us saw it coming so maybe if he'd kept that people would have been shocked <laughs> because you didn't keep it we ended up with this <laughs> yeah then it would have been iconic because we'll be like oh my god but to me Although a good episode with good characters and, mm-hmm. I mean, the whole time you're watching it and you're like, they've got the whole Who Killed Lucy thing going on as well. Yeah. You're like, oh, do you remember them? Oh, they're gone. Oh, they're dead. Which is really sad because there's so many good people. To me, I have never, ever saw this as an iconic episode. Iconic's very different to me to what it is to yes. them. And again, it's a one where... Why did they not just do the full two episodes rather than just half of an episode? <laughs> exactly. It would have been, uh, made a bit more sense. Yeah. Why have we not it, had, like, Den's death? Oh, my God, yes. It's the second one, because I love his second one. We've not even got You Ain't My Mother. And that was in the adverts? I know. E. Scam. That was a scam. Scam. That's false advertising. <laughs> That was catfishing EastEnders. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you know what they've really done is they put that clip on, but they actually just went, he's your brother. <laughs> yeah, what happened was you had, you ain't my mother, as the profile picture. And in reality, you're, he's your brother. <laughs> Tina's in complete denial as well, which I love. She's just like, this is impossible. And I was like, yes, Tina, we all agree. <laughs> I love when you understand, like, the question I had. How did you not know? <laughs> <laughs> well, my favourite bit is... Um, oh, I know which bit this is. <laughs> just going to have to get my, my voice properly because this is a Broadway, Broadway theatrical moment, if ever there was one. Not my boy. Shirley's boy. <laughs> I mean, I just expected, like, fanfare after that. It was almost like a speech... Why was every time that Sylvie spoke like the most <laughs> exaggerated movement of her face and mouth? It was always, not my boy. <laughs> oh. 
I wish you could all see the face he's pulling because it's perfection. <laughs> Not my boy. <laughs> I just expect I'd break out a song next. Like, <laughs> my boy, my boy. <laughs> He's not my boy. Oh, he surely is. <laughs> I just loved it. Not my boy. Oh, <laughs> Sylvie, I miss us so much. You know, is why did you have to go and drown and like get electrocuted oh, at the that, same time? I mean, that was something, wasn't it? That, that was a death, wasn't it? It was like was, sort of a final destination. That was a bit, pardon the pun, shocking. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, come on, like, all the way to good. I had to mention I could have just died from that. I would have much like, preferred to see that unfold. Yeah. No, no. We we'll have to make it <laughs> really, 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 really out there. Explosive. She'll electrocute herself after knocking a radio into the bath with her. Like, come on. It's so brutal. Oh. That was so brutal. Poor <laughs> Sylvie. Mantina's, like, oh. traumatised by it, obviously. Of course. I mean, who wouldn't be? So, Sylvie's confessed, not my boy. Shirley's boy. It's Shirley's boy. More than that, Stan knows who made Shirley keep quiet. It was babe. (laughs) (laughs) Don't shut up. (laughs) Oh, sorry, first. I do love that. And babe absolutely hates Stan at this point. Yes, like because she, he doesn't love her back. Yeah. She yeah, yeah. saw him I, first. <laughs> I saw him <laughs> first. <laughs> love that line. <laughs> and then Sylvie, I love Sylvie's lines to us. Well, we're like, very much goes, no one ever loved you. <laughs> 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 Mum always said I could have been a star. Oh, <laughs> yes. She used to say that. Oh, like literally yeah. every episode, she every brought episode that in. An audition. <laughs> 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 what next? She's gonna steal Rula Lenska. Hunt sex me. Such a Satan Shakespeare in the middle of the square. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it because, like. Stan's in shock, but he's starting to piece it all together. And Shirley's like, I was forced not to say it. And he's like looking over at Aunt Babe. And she, he was like, Dina was like, obviously, how didn't you know? Um, and Babe, days back then, <laughs> he didn't even know his own name. <laughs> and then, <laughs> then, then Aunt Babe keeps on like interjecting as well, which makes it even better. You banged on about wanting the sun long enough. <laughs> and then he just goes absolutely crazy stand he's like I'm talking to the organ grinder not the bleeding monkey <laughs> Jesus what is with them in their room of acting I'm obsessed with it they're like they're like the most ridiculous three characters in the whole universe them characters are like something that even by themselves would be ridiculous but putting them all together it's like something else and babe, and babe, ex-marine slash baby farmer. I was going to say, this and, all happened at that baby farm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, Stan mentions the caravan, <laughs> but fails to say anything about the fact that he let his wife go with his daughter to the baby farm caravan. <laughs> yeah, he knows, he knows a... what she's doing there because he, cause he tells um, Cora, didn't he? Yes. He told Cora what, what was going on. He went, I Stan. Because everyone, you know, calls them my stand. It's not just Oh, yeah, stand. all of them. <laughs> my stand. My stand. She was like, what? Um, also a cook. Um, <laughs> Ex-marine cook. Child uh, seller slash baby farmer. Barmaid. Um, drug dealer. <laughs> <laughs> Blackmailer. <laughs> Blackmailer. Oh, that was a good profession of hers. She's, keeping, she's doing a noble cause. Keeping the perverts <laughs> off the streets. Then Someone's yeah. got to just say about perverts. Then you had Sylvie. I mean, what else can you say about Sylvie? <laughs> I think we've covered Sylvie, haven't we? <laughs> <laughs> like, her expressions, her expressive voice, like everything. It was just something else. <laughs> well, no one likes you. 
<laughs> it's like you know really bad lip jumping you know like in films with the really badly oh, yeah. lip jump it's like that it's like she's talking before she moves her lips <laughs> like it's really weird she's like a ventriloquist she like throws her voice <laughs> people are like is that Aunt Babe talking no no it's Sylvie <laughs> I know it looked like she was moving her lips but actually it's Sylvie over there it's an old talent she's had for years mom always said she could have been a star <laughs> <laughs> we didn't appreciate them then no we didn't i don't think no when i think when you look back there's something a lot more special yes yes that's definitely the word special yeah you're right yeah. though those three characters individually were funny enough but together <laughs> i mean that is something else that's perfection isn't it like <laughs> it's just something else i love it <laughs> So Linda chases after Mick because understandably he is fuming, shocked. And I noticed here when Linda ran out to go and find Mick that original Denny was there. But I totally forgot how long original blonde-haired Denny was actually on the square. I thought by this point, Denny part (laughs) two, but the the one that you know a bit more because you see him and he's not always upstairs eating biscuits. Yes. I thought he was on the square longer. I thought around this time that Denny had gone and was eating biscuits. Maybe he goes for a biscuit on Christmas Day and then by New Year's Eve, it's like um, (laughs) new Denny. (laughs) I was like, hang on, when was this? Oh, it was just before who killed Lucy. How was that Denny there? Oh, my God. (laughs) He looks more like Tommy from Redwater. And did you see Kat and Alfie were there having Christmas dinner, you know, just after that whole fire fiasco? And Tommy looks like, like, looks a bit like the Tommy now, obviously, because, you know, continuity. Yeah. But in in Redwater, totally different guy. Blonde hair, completely looks different. like Denny. He's about 10 years older, even though it's set only about a year or two after. He is, isn't he? Honestly, that Tommy was like three. He's like three or two. Like he's like he's like a baby. He's literally like eating mashed up Christmas dinner and drinking from a sippy cup. Meanwhile, we're going to Redwater in about a year, and he's like a full grown like ten year old. Oh, they grow up so fast, don't they? I was like, what? That's Tommy. He's like he's like three, and then in Redwater, I mean, I, they they clearly say seven. Yeah. How old is he? Seven. Thanks, Agnes, for confirming that, because we all needed to know. We all needed to know. We thought he was three. Swear last Christmas he was having his peas mashed up for him. <laughs> so you couldn't steal them? Yeah, <laughs> that's what it was, actually. Stop Agnes from stealing the food. I mean, can we just say as well how well Kat's, like, burn scar has healed up since then? You see, there's this issue with continuity. She'll have that scar, and then suddenly it'll just be gone. As if by magic. That's all I could think of when I was watching it. They were like, this is going to last forever. Suddenly <laughs> gone. <laughs> I mean, I did. it does make us look back at this season, like of, of EastEnders, if it could be a season. And it did make us think about the Haley one. And you know how we were all shocked about Alfie's like attitude and things? It all came as a very big shock, especially for me and I'm already. Yeah, it was so disgusting to, to cat. It was shocking. But... You look back now and you think, oh, actually, yeah, he probably was a bit of a wrong He set fire to a house with his wife in, and then also thought that the next Christmas, after she's found out about it, oh, I'll be fine. All the kids make up. I'll get her back. <laughs> no, yeah, after physically scarring her face. I'm not sure. Back to the cart, as I suppose it is, isn't it? Well, you know what I loved? I loved that um, they had the Stacey and Linda friendship where Linda would confide in Stacey about it. And yes. I love that. I really miss their little friendship and the fact that they, that Linda could go and trust Stacey so much to go and open up to her. And I thought that was yeah, really nice. Yeah, it's weird that that's drifted away, yeah, isn't it? because I would hope something else would like blossom from that, like a really good friendship. I hope that like when Stacey returns, that like maybe that's something in the future they could re-explore. Like, yeah. Because it was a bit like Kat and Ronnie. Like they had that kind of like understanding with each other. They both had very similar childhoods, yeah. very similar uh, energies. And 
like their personalities were obviously damaged. They 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 kind of resonated with each other in that sense. And so for for Stacy and Linda, they themselves have a lot in common. They're kind of your party lifestyle girl, you know, um obviously very attractive, um, but also very you know, they they're not faultless. They can cause problems in their own lives. They can make mistakes, but they'll they'll try their best to to work around them, to own them, to try and deal with them. I see a lot of the similarities in that. You know, Stacey, um, in a lot of her like bipolar episodes, did a lot of bad things. In her earlier episodes, she obviously had affairs and things like that, but she always tried to make amends. And it's the same with like Linda. She obviously has her drinking um, problems currently. Um, she was, you know, every now and again would make little mistakes and she would try and fix them. Like, you know, the way her and Shirley would always butt heads. So she would actually feel a little bit bad about that or how she didn't understand Johnny and was, you know, not accepting of him coming out as gay. She managed to reconcile that and repair that. And that's like a whole other element to that both those characters share. They might be faulted, but they'll try and try and make amends. And I just think they've got so, you know, it's not just the rape that they have in common. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I've, I feel like it's easy to say, oh, well, they were just both, uh, you know, sexually abused by by a man. Like, that's not the case. No. They, they have very similar personalities, very similar um, things have happened to them throughout their lives. Yeah, and for, just... for Linda to trust Stacey enough to go and talk to her about this, I think that's where they should have carried on that friendship because yeah. there's clearly something there where they can relate to each other and yes. that they can look out for each other, so... And with Ruby being a terrible friend of Stacey, I think it's a perfect time for her to go and be friends with Linda. Exactly. She needs to get Linda to be her best mate now because Ruby's clearly no one's friend. Ruby, I wouldn't trust her. She's flipping, hold me a cup of tea, let alone <laughs> flipping, you know, be my best friend. Yeah, she would drink that thing, wouldn't she? She would, you know she would. You know when Stacey holds a cup and passes it to her, she goes, Stacey held this cup, I'm going to drink this. You know she will. You know, she will. I think actually, Ruby's in love with Stacy. I think so too. Have we just met another ship? I think so. <laughs> but Scooby. I think the fact she always goes for everything Stacy does, there's something hidden behind there. Yeah, it's just like Froy. <laughs> it's just like Fr- Froy. Or rank. Or what was it? Rank. Rank. What was it? Rank. Hashtag rank. <laughs> <laughs> oh. On this Christmas episode, we don't just have. Um, the Carters and Cat and Alfie, we also have uh, Nick Cotton <laughs> versus Ronnie and Phil. Phil wants him dead. Ronnie just wants him gone. And also, yeah. do you remember Yvonne? Hey, God, I literally forgot her name entirely. <laughs> I was like, Charlie's mom, Charlie's <laughs> mom. What's her name? Charlie's mom. And something in my mind went, Yvonne? <laughs> <laughs> I've unlocked another memory. A, a past EastEnders character that has no relevance. It's yay! Yeah. Useless information for like everyday life, but perfect for us. We love those kind of characters. <laughs> I just am obsessed with the Cotton Christmas idea. Like, <laughs> I mean, who invites Nick Cotton, ex-con, murderer, <laughs> drug dealer, and taker, hostage taker, bomb creator or something because he blew up the flipping blew up the calf didn't he do you remember that like come on like who invites him round oh yeah have him round for Christmas dinner I mean I know he's the black sheep of the family but he didn't really he doesn't know if I do anything bad to the family <laughs> what we tried to extort you for cash top <laughs> well he used daughter in that so does Sonia oh it's true <laughs> yeah true <laughs> Still don't know why that happened. Still don't know why that happened. And also, Maybe we'll never know. we see the Beals, they're celebrating, yes, which they is in- interesting because they're like celebrating, having a laugh, buying everyone drinks. And I'm like, didn't Lucy just die at <laughs> Easter? <dead. laughs> She's in the corner. <laughs> Lucy's stunt doubles in the corner lying on the floor. <laughs> Bobby's looking over nervously. <laughs> <laughs> yes 
<laughs> it was very interesting. Yeah, get a round of champagne in for everyone. Jane's absolutely thrilled Lucy's dead. <laughs> Shampas! <laughs> Finally, ding dong, the witch is dead. <laughs> I always hated her. I love it because they're making Lauren and Max suspicious at that moment because they're talking about like evidence and stuff and then Max goes off to watch it. And... Oh, can we talk about Max's girlfriend at this point? I mean, they did a kind of Kate and Phil Mitchell yeah. storyline with Max and Emma, but where, where it's different is Kate was an undercover agent. <laughs> she wasn't. Emma wasn't. <laughs> She was just dating the lead suspect yeah. in the crime. She was very much on the case, heading it up and getting with yeah. their lead suspect. Yeah, like as what, you do. What's that legal term again? Conflict of interest. <laughs> yes, conflict of interest. No, don't know that no. That, uh... Doesn't exist in Walford. No, not no, at no, all. No, no, no. Not at all. No. But, like, we're suddenly believing here, like, oh, Max and Lauren are suspicious. Yet none of what at the time went, isn't it really weird that the Beals are jumping up and down, like, oh, hey! I know, we should all be like, it's clearly Jane. <laughs> buying everyone drinks. She's buying everyone champagne. <laughs> this is from Lucy's Inheritance. <laughs> we were going to use it to send out a college and university, but, you know. Had better ideas. <laughs> So, back to the Carters, isn't it, Emma? It is. Hypocrites. The lot of did them. you did you love the iconic lines that came out of Stan and Aunt Babe's mouths? <laughs> Stan, it was a pig of a day. I mean, who even calls? Who even uses language like that? Who uses language like that now? It's like people who say "by the crow, flash." <laughs> like. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, it's like something out of like a messy evil drama. It was a pig of a day, but the crow was flying, so we knew it would get there. The message would reach Camelot in time. Like, it was just something ridiculous. It was a pig of a day. He was talking about how he obviously saw Shirley standing out in the rain, looking really sad. I mean, my first thought is, he just stood there watching that get very cold and, like, didn't go, you'll catch your death. And I just think that's not believable because everyone, everyone's parents in Britain, if oh, you yeah. come in wet, they always go, get your wet clothes off now. Get your wet clothes off now or you'll catch your death. You'll get pneumonia. You'll get yep. pneumonia. It's a bit like, uh, get your coat off or you won't feel the benefit when you go outside. Yeah, it's one of those lines. Mick was the one thing that also made Stan smile, apparently. Oh. That's why he's- that's why Shirley didn't tell, didn't tell her, tell him the truth. Just the one, Stardust. the one thing in the whole world. The whole That's world, it. not not Sylvie, not his wife. No, he hated her. Not Aunt Babe, who loved him. He hated her. Not Shirley. Not Tina or Shirley, his two daughters who came before Mick. Just his son, Mick. Okay. So we find out from their chat when all this like random conversation about, you know, pick of a days and pneumonia and things, when all of that passes, we find out that Stan and Shirley really do like each other after all, which is very odd because to me, he was introduced as hating Shirley and she hated him. Yeah. So it was very <laughs> odd that they're sitting down. Like he goes, sit down, I'm not finished talking. And she's like, okay, dad. <laughs> I'm like, Shirley, you are a grown woman who... Also, never really liked her dad. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry about that, but that's just uh, stuck in my head there. No, the real reason is she couldn't trust herself. That's what she says, and that's really sad. I feel like that's a really, really like poignant moment in Shirley's character where she says, look, after what happened in the bath, and we all know what happened in that bath. <laughs> that was a whole storyline for like three years. <laughs> after what happened in the bath, she couldn't trust herself with him. And I can understand that. She was a young girl. She didn't know what she was doing. He almost drowned. And now she was like, no, actually, it's better that he thinks Sylvie was his mom and she just ran off. I'm not sure it's best, though, then, to tell him on the eve of him finding out his brother has raped his wife that actually you're his mother. I don't know that those two announcements should be made at the same time, Shirley. But that's all I'm going to say. Back to Aunt Babe. Hypocrites. 
Imagine if you had to go and stand these characters in front of Dot and go, are these allowed to leave yet? (laughs) No. I will grant it. (laughs) (laughs) No, back to the pub for you. (laughs) It's Judge Dot instead of Judge Judy or Judge Rinder. You've got Judge Dot. I just actually love that idea that Dot is actually the ruler of EastEnders. (laughs) I mean, let's be real. All the real veteran ladies have all left now. There's not another good ones left. Dot's the only one who really deserves that rank. She's the queen of the square. But as one queen who doesn't respect Dot's authority is Anne Babe, she's decided she is going to leave. She's going to leave and she's going to take her mixing bowl with her. She's going to take her Tupperware, a mixing bowl, but she'll leave her apron. She'll make sure to leave her apron. I think that is absolutely everything. It was like a bad roommate situation, isn't it? Where they fight over bowls. You need a fight over the balls. Whose balls? It's my ball. She's put a name on them all. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, not having that. I'm leaving them. Taking my ball with us. She had a big IKEA bag as well. The one that oh, you take I to can't... uni and put all your laundry in. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. Fabulous. Absolutely fabulous. As she was leaving them as well, I spotted something. Oh, did you? Spotted something I couldn't let slip. Oh. Never let slip. Oh no, it was Carol, wasn't it? <laughs> Carol the bitch Jackson. Do you know what she does best? Not a care in the world for any of her kids or grandchildren. She's kissing Billy, having a right old time in the Vic. I mean, it was just like we're back back in Grandzilla days where she's having a jig, having a dance with her partner. No care in the world for her kids. I mean, God, honestly, that woman. That woman. Well, she got kicked out because Mick goes wild around the pub and he's smashing everything up he's punching people he's getting them by the neck and chucking them out he's throwing stools at them uh all sorts so he goes all grandzilla so to be fair carol's used to it she's like oh yes i've had this before okay had this last christmas (laughs) (laughs) and i noticed that he shouts he's shouting get out get out get out and he looks (gasps) directly at a table and shouts get out (laughs) I love that. I thought like he was channeling Linda from the future. Get out, get out, get out! Oh, yeah! <laughs> but I love that he starts arguing with the table. That is just everything. And then... I think he's like an objective sexual, <laughs> except instead of finding them attractive, he thinks they're a personality and he just hates them. He's the opposite. <laughs> yeah, total opposite. Absolutely despises them. That table's been looking at him all night. Well, then he gets the Queen Vic bust and he just throws that at everyone as well. well I was like, that could do some say, that could do some harm. I'm not being funny. No one ever throws Queen Victoria around. I'm sorry. That's an icon. That's an icon. You can't raise her up and throw. Me and Emma are still fuming that they let her drown. <gasps> I know. How? Because de- de- no one de- got her out. No, no one did. So when they no, come back, shocking. we'll have a new one. Don't even say that, Emma. It'll not be the same. Guess who? 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 Oh, that was so out of tune. Emma, it's just us. We're not pro singers. We're not Sylvie. True. And that's what this episode of Guess Who is completely about. It's the iconic version of Guess Who. Woo! Characters in it are going to be stars of the episode that we have just we've just talked about, the Shirley's confession episode. So what we're going to do is we're going to pick a person each, mm-hmm. and then we're going to say some questions that relate to the characters, and we're going to find out if we can guess who the other one is. Mm, so it should be fun, right? Right, I've picked my person. I've picked mine. Ooh. Would you like me to start? Yes. 
Are you female? Yes. Oh. I love how I'm having to do it on my phone. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Are you male? No. Oh, can get rid of all the men then. (laughs) Hot men will do. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Ready for the next question, Emma? Hmm. Were you (laughs) singing at Christmas? I was not. So you're not Sylvie then? I'm not Sylvie. Were you singing at Christmas? (laughs) (laughs) No, I was not. Oh, what a shame. Poor Sylvie. I thought thought you would guess if I was Sylvie, so I didn't pick Sylvie. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like really concentrating. It's like so intense. (laughs) (laughs) What question shall I ask next? Are you in any way linked to Nick Cotton? To a degree, yes. Oops. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Do not my phone is so hard. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, yeah. Did you ever form babies? No. (laughs) (laughs) So you're not Aunt Babe in a caravan. (laughs) Are you Irish? No. Okay, so you're not Yvonne. Oh, <laughs> uh, I think my <laughs> But I also am not too sure about that, so. There's a chance, because I mean. It's us. <laughs> we are the high mind, yeah. I'll ask this question and we'll find out for certain. <laughs> oh, wow. Are you related? To Robbie Jackson. Yes, are you related to Robbie Jackson? Yes. Okay. So it's between two people here, isn't it's it? It's only between two people now, Emma. <laughs> oh my God, have we done this again? We'll say it at the same time and see. If not, then hilarious. If so, even better. Are you? Are you? Carol Jackson. Jackson? <laughs> <laughs> So apparently we weren't the same person. (laughs) (laughs) But we now both know who it was, so that ends in a tie. (laughs) We win nothing, so come back next week. (laughs) So close, though. So close. So close. This week's episode is sponsored by Max Branning's Joke Shop. If you want to do a really funny joke, why not pretend that you're an adulterous lech? Or perhaps you could get a film of you zipping up your soon-to-be daughter-in-law. Come to Max's Joke Shop. Disclaimer. It's just a joke, Tan. Hope you enjoyed the fireworks. Good night.